So, what's up, what's up, what's up, y'all? Welcome back to Coffee with Chloe. So, we have a uh, special guest on today. We're going to talk about Kamala Harris and her run for president. Um, so, I got Tombstone on here. So I'm going to let him introduce himself. So, here you go. What's good, folks? Um, I go by my stage name, Tombstone the Dead Man, um, musician and podcaster, overall content creator, and <laughs> Right now, the um, podcast that I'm a co-host on is called The Black Culture Geeks, where we basically talk about pop culture, just from a black perspective. And um, we can get pretty ratchet on that show. <laughs> so, <laughs> so we have a saying on that show also is that we're trash, <laughs> but at least we're recyclable. You know what I mean? <laughs> so, you know, that's pretty much the theme of that show. But right now, I'm on. I'm, I'm happy to be on Coffee with Chloe because I got to do my best, face the nation, meet the press impersonation. <laughs> so, <laughs> so, yeah, I'm all on board. <laughs> yeah, so I actually, um, I came across um, their podcast when I first started podcasting because I'm super big into like pop culture, especially with black issues. Um, right. And so I was like, you know, I really want to do something with Kamala here, especially after all of this, you know, backlash she's kind of getting from uh-huh. the black community. Uh-huh. Um, uh-huh. And then I checked out their your um, R. Kelly episodes, um, <laughs> which I wanted to do them, but I hadn't got into podcasting like when all of that was going on. But right, right, right. Got, like it's it's some super legit content on there, so I was like, yeah, this would be <laughs> this would be somebody you know good to kind of talk to, especially when you said you were into politics um so you've yeah. been into so, politics yeah, yeah. Kid. <laughs> <laughs> yeah so you i mean you've been in it longer than i have um so what i guess kind of led you to to go that route and kind of be informed about what's going on in the politics world my grandfather when i was a kid my grandfather came to live with us and um i used to love to read the uh the, the cartoon strips in the newspaper. Mm-hmm. So ordinarily, I would have to wait for my grandfather to get finished with the rest of the paper. Then he would slide me the paper so I could read it. Mm-hmm. So he would send me to the store to get his paper all the time, and I would give him his paper. He would give me a little bit of money for doing it, <laughs> and I would sit there and wait, sit there and wait. And finally, you know, I got tired of waiting. So with some of the money he would give me for going to store with him, I'd buy my own paper. And for like months, all I did was buy the paper and read the, car- the, the cartoons and didn't read anything else. And then one day, I just happened to look at the Maryland section of the paper. So, you know, there's other stuff in here. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's not just Snoopy and, and, and Family Circus and all that. It's other stuff in here. So I started reading stuff locally first, and then I don't know one thing that's enough. Before I knew it, I was watching um, Tim Russett <laughs> on Meet the Press, <laughs> watching this stuff, watching um, the um, the McNair Law Report and John McLaughlin Group and all this stuff on PBS and all this stuff. As a kid, I just I don't know. I got into it, yeah. and now as an adult, when I see that another adult isn't into it. I always always wonder, like, how long are you going to sit out of the stuff yeah, that actually yeah, yeah. affects your life? You know what I mean? Right. 
Right. So my my story is a little bit different than yours. And I actually, when I was a kid, I did the same thing. I would take the comment section out the newspaper. I would take that and I would take the classifieds because I used to want a puppy. And so I would always, <laughs> I would always go in the classifieds and look at puppies. Um, but I would right. read the comics too. Um, but I got into politics just because I've always had my own opinions about the world and about the way things should be in the world. And right. that's what politics is. And so, Basically, um, yeah. and then my mom is in the legal industry. Um, and so growing up, she would have us involved, not necessarily in politics, but involved in like lower inner city communities to give back and kind of educate people who, who aren't really getting that, you know, from either school or financially or whatever that case may be. Right. And so right. I grew up, kind of seeing the difference of my life and what I'm growing up with and other people and it's kind of like what's failing these people that they don't have access to the things that I have access to um right and that was something that was problematic to me um I didn't really get into I guess politicians and what their policies were until Mm -hmm. I was probably maybe Obama area I wasn't old enough to vote then um right but I guess being a, a, a black man running for president kind of turned me on to figuring out what he was about. Um, turned on a lot of people. You know, it, made them, it turned on a lot of people, made them yeah. pay more of a Yeah. You know? um, and so, but when I could actually like vote and kind of see who's aligned with my views, that's what got me, I guess, more into um, politics. Um, right. So I guess kind of with that being said, what was your initial reaction when you heard Kamala Harris announced that she was running for president? Okay, so full disclosure. Um, you can be ignorant. I, <laughs> I will be 50 this year, okay? Okay. So yeah, having, you're, yeah, you're older than my dad, so like you... Yeah. <laughs> so having been into it as long as I have, in a, in a lot of ways has jaded me because watching these various different campaigns and rollouts over the years, it's all marketing. Yeah. And, you know, marketing, while it's extremely useful, especially in the type of uh, economic system that we have, mm-hmm. it can also be very phony, okay? Mm-hmm. And I've seen, like, people say certain things that they really weren't supportive of before simply yeah, because yeah, yeah, yeah. when change has made that that particular thing positive. So when I saw Kamala, the one thing that popped in my head the very first time I saw her, uh, that rally, that first rally where she kind of announced, right? Mm-hmm. First thing that popped in my head was the Kavanaugh um, uh, hearing. And yeah. my impressions of her there, she was very prosecutorial. So another full disclosure, I have not always been the upstanding citizen that you have before you today. <laughs> Okay, <laughs> you know, uh, when I say I was trash, I was trash, you know, so, so I have a, a, a unconscious bias. Well, no, I say a conscious bias with the legal system because I feel as though that other people have the luxury of trusting it. Other people have oh, the luxury. Yeah of looking at it like, oh, yeah, we'll just wait for this decision. And once the decision is, this is obviously what must have happened. Yeah. I don't come from a community that has that luxury. I don't have, yeah. you know, 
So when I when I I didn't know anything really about her, mm-hmm. but even just watching that Kevin I had the way she was talking was very much like a prosecutor. It was very much like that. So I was sitting there going, "Wow, that's kind of gave me the creeps a bit." I'm not gonna lie, it gave me the creeps, but I know why. <laughs> I know why. You know, I know why. So when I when she announced, that's when I went and decided I need to find out some stuff about her, and. I found a lot of bad things that, you know, some of the right. criticisms that right. but over the last, I would say few days, I've also found counters. Yes. Criticism. There's a lot yes. of counters. So some of it is very nuanced. Yes. Very nuanced. It's not, it's not black and white. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Now, the I still feel like one of the things that, that kind of disappointed me, and I see this happen a lot, and I understand why it's happening now, because you got uh, Nectarine Nero in office over there, so people are <laughs> people are feeling a lot of way right now about anybody trying to uh, create a narrative mm-hmm. that that would disqualify anyone that's a threat to him, right? Mm-hmm. So I, I get what that is, but I would just offer that I feel as though people need to chill chill the fuck out because one, this is the time. To litigate all this shit right now, yeah, right now, this is the time to go through people's records. This is the time to go through what they said they was going to do, what they actually did. This is the time to to weigh because right now we are not deciding who's going to be president. Right now, we're we're deciding who will be the the representative to go against Trump. Yeah, me. I'm going to litigate all of this stuff with everybody because I have. That's what people need to do. Yeah, it has to be done now. But when whoever gets the nomination gets the nomination, I'm not going to do some, you know, fugazi shit like, <laughs> oh, no, I'm just not accepting that. No, I'm not going to do that because this the guy that we have up there now is unacceptable. Don't, yeah. And I'd rather get somebody in there that's at least closer to my far, 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 far left politics, right? Mm-hmm. Then, then someone like him who's beholden to the religious right, mm-hmm. who who ran his his sewer hole, claiming that Nazi sympathizers with tiki torches are the the equivalent to the people protesting Nazi sympathizers yeah. with, with like I'm not I'm not riding I'm not riding with a guy that had one lie for every two minutes of his last <laughs> I'm not riding. I'm not, yeah, I'm not riding. <laughs> you know, so like there's lies and then there's lie lies. Mm-hmm. So I feel like all politicians lie, oh, misrepresent, yeah, yeah. do whatever. But this guy, he's much like Bane in that last uh, Batman movie when he said, you, you only embraced the darkness. I was born in it, molded to it. That's Trump. <laughs> The rest of these politicians embrace lies. Mm. Trump was born in it, molded by it. He mm. lies to himself on a, re- on a regular basis. So no, yeah, if Kamala yeah. gets in, you know, in a position where she becomes a nom- the nominee, then I'm gonna have to ride with that to get him up, up out of there. Up out of there. Yeah. So my initial, and again, I'm I'm obviously younger than you, so I'm I'm talking my generation. 20 years or whatever. Um, so, and like I, I told you before we even talked, I went to Howard. Um, mm-hmm. And that's where she went. 
and graduated from. So my initial reaction was not that this is who I'm voting for. Like it was more so as a black woman who went to Howard, it's very, it's good to see another black woman that went to Howard in a position to run. That makes complete sense. Exactly. And, um, it's like how many how many people can say that oh I went to a school where somebody ran for president and not only did they run for president but they were black and they were a woman and I'm black and I'm like you know what I'm saying like she was she was walking the same ground that I was walking um but in that same breath I I'm in the generation where everything is social media so when she runs I'm clocking social media and you have like all oh, your Howard people like yeah H U H U H U um and then you have people like just because she's black, this is not who we're running with. Look at her politics. Look at her policies. Look what she did as a prosecutor, X, Y, Z. But those same people aren't going and doing that research. So it's also facts. So so when I and and I knew of her, but I when she originally ran, I didn't know all of her policies or what she did. I mean, I knew the gist of it. Um, and so I went and I looked it up. I looked at her I guess rationale behind it um it's a couple of videos where she talks about why she did it um and when she actually did like I guess her campaign runoff like when she had the big speech in California a lot of the things that she claims she's standing for in her presidency like you know we um health care women's rights with abortion stuff like that a lot of those things are things that I agree with so right. after she announced and even to this day, I'm still not saying I'm going to vote for her. This is who I'm running with. But what I am have been consistently saying is I'm going to give her a chance to prove to me that our views are aligned. And I feel like the black community is not giving her that chance. No. And, and, and the sad part, well, a lot of this, I believe, has to do with um, Obama's presidency. Because none of this stuff happens in a vacuum. None of it. Mm-hmm. So there, there is a significant amount of people in the black community that did not feel satisfied with the Obama presidency. Now, in, in some cases, this is because of unrealistic expectations a lot of people had about the power of a president, much less the power of the first black president. Black, yeah. you know what I'm saying? So, that, so those folks, you know, I, I've seen plenty of them, maybe weren't in, invested in politics before, intellectually. Maybe they didn't um, pay attention or think that any of this had anything to do with them. So when Obama's marketing plan came out, his, his campaign promotional stuff came out, if you look at the way it was back then, it was very awe-inspiring. He's a prolific speaker. Mm-hmm. He can move people and, 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 and it can affect the way people see issues because at the end of the day, and this is something for anybody that is just really starting to get into politics, you need to understand something. Every single last one of them and every single last one of those parties are attempting to frame a narrative that you will buy into. Mm-hmm. Because they can frame the narrative a certain type of way and get you to buy into that story, they can control your actions via who you vote for, who you support monetarily, and all of that, right? Mm-hmm. So it's important to understand that these groups, they get these talking points together. Okay, so this is what's being said out there. What is our answer to these things? Okay, this is the answers we're going to use 
when we go on Meet the Press, Face the Nation, such and such and such. So we send surrogates all over the place. When you start watching this more, you start seeing the pattern. You start seeing how they do this, their uh, uh, marketing campaigns. And Obama's was very effective. But the problem was when he got in there, he got hit with, I, I consider uh, an unordinary amount of just resistance because oh, it yeah. was based on his... To this day. To this day. To this day. And it wasn't just based on um, his policies because the fact is even his health care policy was a Republican plan. Yeah. That was a Republican and, plan. And they have a problem with it now. Like, you know, they still have a problem with it now. So this, this wasn't about... He had a lot of stuff going at him that wasn't just about his policies. So he didn't get a lot of the things that people thought he wanted to get done. And also Obama got to take some of the blame for this himself because it's kind of hard when you get up there on, on a bully pulpit and say, you tell people that are being attacked that violence is not the answer. Mm -hmm. Anybody that takes any precursory examination of your foreign policy and see these drones killing these babies over there, it, it rings hollow. It rings hollow. So I think a lot of Kamala's criticism is bleed over from people's dissatisfaction with President Obama's uh, administration and some of the policies he did. Yeah, but, that you know. It, yeah, that and I'm in, and I don't know how how active you've been watching her um, and people talking about her on Twitter, but a lot of people are saying, yeah, she went to Howard, but she's not quote unquote black. Like she went to Howard and married a white man and. She's not for the black people, X, Y, Z. And, um, you know, she did an interview and they were like, what would you play at, at a cookout? And she's naming like all these black songs like Beyonce, Cardi B. And they're like, oh, she's just trying to appear black to get, you know, black supporters or whatever. But I mean. People are jaded as hell. First of all, first of all, you just want something to talk about. You, like, and I'm going to take your word. Y'all are trash. What does who this lady sleeps with at night have See? to do with? Her views about black people, like you know what I'm saying. The issue. They, they, they're throwing stuff in the mix that has absolutely really nothing to do with policy. Yeah. And 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 but this unfortunately this is where we're at now. And to be honest with you, you know, I can't speak for uh, beyond my era of time when I first started listening to it to uh, pay attention to politics. But maybe it's kind of always been that way. Maybe it's just maybe, that now yeah. that uh, we get to see. I've often said <laughs> that back in the day, the village idiot was just that. Mm -hmm. Village idiot. The only people that even heard what he had to say was the people within the uh, the the limits and distance of his voice. And he was alone in his sorrows. He was sitting there just yelling ridiculous shit, and nobody <laughs> gave a damn outside of the village. And people inside the village didn't really care. That's that's crazy, crazy Kevin over there, right? The internet allowed all the village idiots to come together and form like like Voltron and and pretty much amplify their voices. So I think we're seeing a lot of that online. Mm -hmm. And it's it's affecting the narrative because we get to see like I can literally just go on Facebook and scroll up my timeline and get a Same. myriad of opinions. <laughs> from all across the country, all across the yeah. planet. You know what I'm saying? And it yeah. doesn't affect the way, it affects the energy. 
And and not not only that, but if you're if you're say for example, if you're on Twitter and you see people dogging her and giving part of the story, and you don't go do your own research, it's like, oh, well, Twitter said X Y Z, so that's I'm not gonna go out and figure out the truth about it. I'm just gonna go what everybody else is saying, and that's That's another thing that's going to really hold her back. Her, uh, you know, people, and not not to really bring him in this because I really want to just focus on Kamala, but uh, Corey uh, Booker. Uh, people are giving him the same backlash as well because he announced too. So people are giving him the same backlash. Um, but it's kind of like, as the black community, we're 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 our own worst enemy because we're holding each other back. Like if we're not, and I'm not saying oh she's black, you have to vote for her because she's black. Right. But the fact that you're so anti and you're not willing to form your own opinions and get your own information about it, right, right, you're you're. We're, it's already against us. And so, you know, we're pushing ourselves back at this point. Like, you know, you really don't ever see, you know, other races out here just dogging whoever their politician is. Well, you know, I think it is too. It's something else that I refer to as toxic fairness. Like it's people out here who think that, Oh, I'm just trying to be fair. Mm -hmm. It's a toxic form of fairness though. It's the type that doesn't take into account, um, all of the um, circumstances surrounding a particular issue. So let's, just like you just said, it's already an uphill climb, right, for us. Mm-hmm. In a, any endeavor we attempt to do in this country, it's an uphill climb. Mm-hmm. You know, so you get some, a lot of us that'll say, no, we can't just vote for her just because she's black, which I agree. You have, to, you have to look at her, her entire thing. However, we got to kind of swing and lean a little bit more towards giving our people a chance. Yeah. Because the rest of yeah. the, uh, society is really dig, already dig, dug a ditch, put a ladder down in there, dug a little bit more, and then put our, our people there, right? So they got to climb up a little higher just to get on the regular level of the rest of these, these people that's trying to do the same thing they're doing. Mm-hmm. And that's why, like it's like you said, um, the the the, re- the research part of it is the part that's bothering me because look everybody comes to this with a certain amount of bias everyone mm-hmm. has a bias it's either a bias because of what position on the societal ladder you stand so you're not going to see like I don't see the history in this country the way Chad sees the history in this country right, I don't right. see it that way because right. I wasn't standing on the same uh, right. uh, on the ladder that he was and neither was my grandparents you know mm-hmm. what I mean so we all come at this with a certain amount of bias. I think the trick is, though, to acknowledge your bias to yourself so that you can, like, kind of clear away a lot of that, 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 that bias fog and then start looking at the data. Because uh, anybody knows me to tell you, I'm a skeptic. I'm a skeptic about a lot of stuff, and I practice critical thinking. Data sways me. Information sways me as long as the source is legitimate. Right. I don't find no, no crazy stuff with the sources. And this is something that, that is testable, observable, and demonstrable. It sways me. So yeah, I think I think that's the issue. They, they go in it so anti because of the things they've heard. Maybe they didn't hear the whole thing or whatever. Right, right. They don't allow themselves to say, wait a minute. Maybe I need to read all of this. Right. Maybe I need to read all right. this. That's what I think, anyway. Right. So, so that's like, and let's talk about you know one of her policies that she had real quick. Um, 
her truancy thing where uh, the parents will go to jail if their you know child was truant. So the narrative behind that that I'm seeing people say is she's locking up kids and she's locking up parents because the kids aren't going to school. I, li- I literally had this conversation with somebody last week and he was like we were talking about you know people was running he was like yeah no nah, come on she she's out here locking up parents and I'm like did you actually go and look and see what that really meant because it's getting screwed that way when in reality was that her policy technically and I'm gonna air quote technically uh-huh. yes but it was her definition of truancy was 20 plus times a year a school year. And when you have to this day African American kids who aren't graduating high school, at some point something has to be done. And it, yeah. it and, and not only that, but I have a friend um that I went to Howard with, um, and she's from Philly, and they have that same policy in Philly to like now. And what they do is they go back and they get a social a caseworker, like a social worker that's a caseworker. She works on the cases. She figures out what's going on at home before uh-huh. they arrest the parent. So it's kind of like it's a system there, but when they're investigating and researching and figuring out what's going on with the child and what's going on with the parents, you can fix the situation. Like, like for example, there's a, um, a documentary about these kids in, I want to say, Texas, and they're uh-huh. all seniors in high school but they're on track to not graduate or they failed and so they're already behind and a right. couple of them one of them was homeless and she had a baby and one of them he was working like two jobs he was hispanic and he was trying to like help his his parents raise his siblings uh-huh. and so when you have a if the policy is get a caseworker and figure out what's going on and you see you have this girl that's late all the time because she's homeless you can help that girl and you know, po- possibly help her graduate if that's what the the purpose of it is. So, right. and I'm 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 very anti the American criminal justice system. I, and to be honest, I'm really not all that supportive of the education system in America. Um, but so so do I agree with locking parents up? No. But do I agree with putting some sort of policy to to get people to make sure their kids are in school or get some sort of help? If that's the only option that you have, is it that bad? Like we mean, like I like I want our people to to go to high school and, and graduate. Like you can't do that if you're not there. Yeah, facts. I think um one of the reasons that people have the reaction they have, and I know because I had that same reaction that they had, and but it was because of personal experience, right? And also. When I saw um, more of the context of what she was talking about, it sounded as if she was saying elementary, um, talking about elementary school kids. What I was confused of, does this also include high school age range kids? The reason why is because when I was a kid, look, (laughs) I'm going to keep it 100 with you. Hooking school was the thing, all right? Exactly. (laughs) Hooking school was the thing. And my moms couldn't do nothing about that exactly. because I was raised in 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 Emerson Village, west side of Baltimore, trash central. My moms had to work like many hours, various different um, uh, shifts, and there's no way she was gonna control me and my brother. It just it, yeah, she couldn't do it. Yeah, 
the idea when when you when that idea was floated out there that she could a parent could potentially go to jail because of their kids at a certain age if the parent doesn't have um an infrastructure in place because of poverty to really be able to be that 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 what do they say on that TV show um uh, the, a smother <laughs> you know <laughs> it doesn't have it like it, it reminds me of when 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 Bill Cosby went on his his uh, rant, pound cake rant, and you know, kind of went at these uh, single um, parents that these people are struggling and they don't yeah. have resources. And when I looked at how you know his one of his daughters was on drugs, and you got all the resources in the world, and your daughter still ended up on drugs. Mm-hmm. At some point. I think people feel like there's a disconnect between those that are in a different financial bracket, a different job, mm-hmm. and a different um, form, um, educational uh, uh, level. There's a disconnect with what the average people on the ground are dealing with. Right, exactly. I look back now, and, and thankfully, like none of my kids gave me and my wife any of the trouble me and my brother gave my mother. Right. Saying like, thankfully, they you know that wasn't the case. But I, because I look back on my behavior back then and my mother's ability, or excuse me, inability to be able to control me a lot of the times. Mm-hmm. I go, that's like a no-win situation. So I agree, something needs to be done. I just don't know if that's the way to do it. Because if you think about it, look how many um, non-violent offenders they have locked up. Exactly. Do we really? We have more people in jail yeah. in this country. Do anything do is do, do I, we got to be able to find a different way? Yeah, issues with yeah. locking people. Up. Yeah, and um, that which brings me to another one of her uh, policies, which was um, I mean I I, I can't really describe describe it in in completeness. Um, but she yeah she um another one of her policies she would. You know, she was a big proponent of building more jails um, to, you know, to keep people, violent offenders in jail, um, X, Y, Z. And I mean, like I just said, I, our criminal justice system is awful. It's it's very biased. It affects our people more than anybody else. Um, and it, and it, it's not working. Like we have one of the worst, if not the worst, criminal justice system in the world. Um, you see, you know, other countries that focus on rehabilitation as opposed to prison and their systems work better than ours. So when she, you know, made, made the comment or, you know, her speech or whatever, saying that, you know, she was a supporter of building more prisons, I'm against that. But again, I went back and looked at it and she, um, she basically said it was repeat criminal offenders. And her whole thing was, she would rather the citizens feel safe knowing someone who is repeatedly breaking into houses, murdering, you know, doing violent crimes, be in jail than be on the streets. Right. Which right. I think most people feel that way. Yeah, because and the reality I, and, I, and is, I think go ahead. Go ahead. Yeah, and I and I think that's regardless of where like I mean you like you just said, you know, you have kids yourself. So growing up as a parent 
raising kids, you don't want a violent rapist living down the street from you. So is so yeah. So is is the answer build more prisons to lock up racists? Rape, excuse me. Maybe he like, like, like this up too. But go ahead. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah they they can do that too. I have no problem with that. Um, <laughs> so is 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 that the answer to build more prisons? I mean, if you can't stop people from raping people, you know, maybe maybe not. Like I, like honestly, at this point, the only thing that that will work is to reform the system. But yeah. until that happens, what is she supposed to do as a prosecutor? Right. And that that's the other thing too. Like I said, that's why I said it's it's all very nuanced. It's not just black and white. Mm-hmm. Now and again, I completely agree with you when you say that there needs to be a, a just an overhaul reform of the system. It and it doesn't it, it can't just start in the courts in the courts. This has to start down to enforcement. This has to start down to prevention. Because see there used to be a time in, in this country where the police officers, there, there was the beat cop. And this beat cop, he would walk the streets. He'd walk the streets of the neighborhood. He would get to know the shopkeepers. He would get to know the people in the neighborhood. He knew them by name. They felt comfortable with him. Mm-hmm. And what it did was when there was something crazy happening in the neighborhood, they felt comfortable going to him and saying, hey, man, such and such is is, is down there doing this. Mm-hmm. His presence in the neighborhood, while not perfect, but his presence in the neighborhood definitely kept a lot of things from taking place. Mm-hmm. Now, witness what they've done. What they've done now is they got these guys in these vehicles and they drive through these neighborhoods. They look like an occupying army. It looks like the guys are stripped sometimes. You know, where they got this uh, whole thing where they don't know the people, they don't know the shopkeepers. And I can tell you from personal experience, there is a subset of criminality in our community. It is not the entire community. Most of the people that live in those neighborhoods are working every goddamn day. They are trying to take care of their kids. Mm-hmm. I was young and trash. I, you know who I knew who the, all the offenders were. It was always the same guys. Mm-hmm. It's the same. It's the same crew that's running around there. That pop, like because poverty affects people differently. Yeah. So, some people are going to have this idea, well, maybe I can work my way out of the poverty. Mm-hmm. Some people are going to think, well, well, maybe I'm not going to have an opportunity to do that, but I can at the very least make sure that I have my basic needs. And then some people are going to be like, man, this whole system is trash. They're not, they not following the laws. They're breaking the laws, and they're doing it legally with white collars on. Yeah. I'm going to do what I'm going to do. Cause I'm gonna get. I need to get what I need to get. So you gonna have these different these these different responses to that environment. But what happens when you put these cops in cars where all they do is ride through the neighborhood? They don't get to know who's who, who's doing what, this, that, another. They just assume everybody there is a threat. Right. And so all of this has to be overhauled from from the the, the law enforcement right. um, part. Right. All the way up to the courts and even into the legislation, all of that right. needs to be dealt with. And until, but until it does, it's like you say, I don't want Johnny the rapist down the street. <laughs> you know, I don't want him down the street. Yeah, I mean, and and I mean, I don't have kids, but you know, I don't want. If I did, as a matter of fact, not even if I did have kids, I don't want. Johnny the rapist to live down the yeah, street. He's not like, going to stop at the kids. He's going to stop at the kids. Like, it's just, in, like, if, if there's someone who, 
it's consistently breaking into people's homes. Uh-huh. You know, you're doing X, Y, Z. Like, I, I don't, why is that person out? Like, he's trash. Like, why, like you, right. and, until there's some sort of, of way to, and you can't prevent it, quote unquote, from happening. But until there's a better answer, I mean, I don't, I don't really know what other options there are. And again, I, I'm. You shouldn't feel bad for not knowing either, because these are difficult questions. These, everybody, people that run around act like they think they know yeah. what we can. Because even, even with the locking them up, now my experience growing up, a lot of these guys go to jail during the winter, come home in the summer. Go to jail in the winter, come home <laughs> in the summer. So they still out there, and, and they out there in a, in a, a period of time where the rest of the kids are. Not in school, they rip the streets, so they're influencing those kids. Yeah, and and, and that's the thing. They gotta fix it. I don't have have any. I don't have any any serious answers. All I can all I can tell you is do do observation, do my tools of observation. This shit ain't working. (laughs) Yeah, it's not. And that and that was my thing. Um, that was my thing with Hillary, and that was the first presidential election I was actually old enough to vote in. Um and I was I was a Bernie Sanders supporter. Um, you know, he was for free education. I was in college at the time. I still like like I just said a minute ago, our education system here sucks. I don't see why people are going into debt in this in the amount of debt that there has been collected over the last couple of years to go to school. So I was supporting him for that. He wanted universal help quick. So I was supporting him for that. Um and my problem with Hillary was everything that happened while Bill was president and while she was first lady and the amount of African-American people that were incarcerated during that time. So that mean like it was the same problem then. I mean, like, it is now. So that was my problem with her. But when it came down between her and what you call them, Tangerine. <laughs> Oh, no, my man SPJ calls him Tangerine Timmy. I call him uh, Nectarine Nero or uh, Mango Mussolini. <laughs> so, so when it was between that and that, I'm like, I have to look at what's best for. I said the same thing and did the same thing. Yeah, yep. it's not because it, it's bigger than me. Like you know, it's and you're, you're an adult now, and you know when you was a kid, you didn't want to eat your peas. Yeah, you but but you know the vegetables you got to put, you got to eat them. Yeah. <laughs> To the ice cream, and yeah. I think a lot of these adults now, it's a lot of wishful thinking going on right now. Like it's a lot of, you know, I, I, I too would like a perfect candidate. <laughs> right? Who would it? Would would ain't none of them coming? Because there's no, it's never been a perfect world. Mm-hmm. We're not gonna get one now, and this system is toe up. It's toe up. So the other thing is, like what like with Kamala. Okay, so we need to understand something. None of these politicians or potential politicians came from Mars. They were right. all bred, <laughs> educated in the same society that the rest of us live in. If your politicians are trash, it might be time to look in the mirror. Mm-hmm. All right? The old saying is true. I haven't seen it never to not be true. Mm-hmm. You get the representation you deserve. So as much as I can't stand his orange ass with his little hands, <laughs> Uh, as much as I can't stand him, America absolutely. Did. When I see people say this is not America, I go, "What America you been looking at?" Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's because, not a what? Because if and, and you and you hate to admit it, but 
it is the it is the America. Like when when they say when people are like, well, there's nothing racist about make America great again. Huh. When 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 was it ever great for us? Find, find, look, find a time when it was ever great for all citizens. And here's the thing. This is the other thing I, I, I think is a um some it's a bit of falseness that they try to add to this narrative. Nobody who is criticizing that is saying that we expect perfection from anything. Mm-hmm. We're not talking about the normal um, inadequacies or inequalities that happen because this guy runs faster than me. That guy did better on that math test. This guy, you, we're not talking about that stuff. We're talking about systemically. Mm-hmm. There, there was a, a, a level playing field where the government was not choosing winners or losers based on race, uh, um, ethnicity, sexual orientation, mm-hmm. whatever. We're talking about just basic, borderline, flat earth, where all of us start here, or all of us maybe not start there, but under the law, it's flat earth. It's mm-hmm. that you have a billion dollars in your piggy bank. I don't care that this guy has a hole in his sock. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I don't care. When you get in front of the law, you're supposed to be treated equally. Right. right? So that's all people are arguing for. And to make America again, make America great again hat is an appalling lack of understanding of American history. Right. Like, to, say, to not right. know that say that you are ex- you are really saying it was cool what was happening back then. Yeah. So yeah, and, and, and with that in mind, I, I went um like I, I'm sitting in school, so I'm in law school now. Um uh-huh. But I have a friend, and we went and uh, played basketball. What's today? Sunday. We went and played basketball on Friday on campus. Uh, like, we have you know, gym or whatever at the school. And when we were leaving, a group of five or six white guys walking behind us. And one of them goes, and, and mind you, me and my friend are the only two black people in, the, in, in front of this, of this group of people. So there's nobody else around. Nobody else white. Nobody else black. Nothing. One of them goes, make a man great again. And it's that bullshit. his buddy next to him laughs and goes, that's a bold statement to make. And I looked at my friend, I was like, did you hear that? And she was like, what are you saying? I told her, she's like, oh, she's like, I'm not paying any attention. But I'm like, you know, do I say something and, and give him what he, the reaction that he wants? Because he's like, he, you, 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 you're trying to be funny, obviously. He's yeah, he's trolling. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, exactly. So, I mean, I didn't say anything, but the fact that I'm on a college campus what I mean, college and graduate school, because I'm in grad school, obviously. But um, you and in this top twenty school in the country, and you're yelling out that ignorance. Like, yeah, you know what I'm saying, like. And how how is racially motivated? Yeah, saw, saw yeah. And that's just what I mean. They can't hide behind that, and this is the other reason why you can't just willy nilly toss um, any candidate. Any black candidate out, exactly. Um, out showing them the respect. Exactly. Exhaustive uh, uh, research of the, all of their policies, the things they say. And then if you decide after that, because everybody got different uh, thresholds. Exactly. Something we not just. I'm not rocking with certain shit. And exactly. if you, I'm not with it. Like, for instance, we talked about the R. Kelly episode that we did. That's my line. You can't be messing with no under eight. No, no. no. I can't, I can't fuck with you. Some people had that same thing about politicians. 
and whatever particular policy that's important to them. Everybody values stuff different, but you exactly. at least owe your folks, you owe your folks the idea that you would go and study what they're trying it, to say. It, it, exactly. You know and what I'm that's saying? That's what we're not getting from from our community at this point. It's it's they're they're writing her off. And 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 I saw something the other day, um, and uh, I actually think it was, I honestly think it was a white person that said it. Um, mm-hmm. But they said something along the lines of when Obama initially ran, he was against abortion and he was against gay rights. And look what happened under his presidency. Gay, gay people got their rights. Well, LGBT, I'm not going to say gay, LGBT, got their rights. And women got more rights under him than any other president in history. So yep. just because these were her policies at one point in time, people adapt, people change, the world changes, people go through different life experiences that change their views. Like, yep. could she have had some fucked up views? Yeah. But could she have changed them? And in in my opinion, does it look like a lot of her views have changed? Maybe. Yeah, and you know, I think the other thing about that too is the there is a, a certain amount of laziness in the um the electorate because all right. So here's the thing: we keep depending on politicians and. They're whatever they say they into or they they support or whatever, and that for them to do the work. Nah, you know the reason why Obama changed on a lot of that stuff because the people was changing. Mm-hmm. It wasn't going. What's happened is there are people who who see these politicians as celebrities. They see these politicians as royalty, and I ain't I'm not jacking that. I'm not jacking that. Like they're not celebrities. They're not royalty. We don't, we're not supposed to have royalty in this country. Mm-hmm. They're public servants. And I right. think what happened is the population, and this is why we're in the trouble we're in, the population has started idolizing these people. Mm-hmm. And I'm saying, no, I'm treating you like the public servant you're supposed to be in mm-hmm. the same energy. You ain't Mr. So-and-so because you are a politician, such and such. You're Mr. So-and-so because you're a fellow citizen. I'm going to respect you because I expect to be called Mr. Too. Mm-hmm. Like, a lot of the, I'll, I'll be honest with you. When I see some of these rallies, the reason I don't go to none of them is because it just looks like, it looks crazy to me. It looks really crazy. And I understand, you know, the way the process works and I get this marketing and all that, but it looks really crazy. I'm not, I'm not on y'all like that. If, if, if we put you in office, it was for what we wanted you to do, not for what the fuck you wanted to do. And if, until the American people get to a, a, a point where they say, Man, I don't care about that flashy shit you said in that speech. <laughs> and if you don't give us this, there's going to be hell to pay. Hell to pay. Until the American people right. get to that, we'll always be looking towards these politicians and what they said they think is right. Right. Uh, yes, I like Say I like uh, 75% of your platform. 75%. Say I like 75%. Take, let's take Kamala because she's the point of discussion. Say I like 75% of her platform. Right? That other 25% that I don't rock with, when I'm still going to elect you and put you in office because 75% beats zero. All right? But that other 25%, I'm still not rolling with that. And if you try to put that in and the rest of the American people are with me that don't like that, we're going to fight you on it. Right. 
that's that's part of the 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 population's responsibility. Right. As well. it's not just on the, the reason why our system. One of the reasons our system don't work is because the people checked out. Mm-hmm. People rather on conspiracy theories. Mm-hmm. You gotta hide nothing from y'all. You ain't gonna do shit right now. <laughs> Right now, you can go to D.C., go on the steps of Congress right now, and you will see lobbyists walking up and down those fucking steps with whatever payoff and whatever form they're going to do to your favorite senator, to your mm-hmm. favorite such and such. They're not hiding. They're doing it right in your face. Mm-hmm. But we would rather rely on this on stuff because, true, we don't have access to all the information that we could, but we have more information now than we ever had. Ever had, yeah. The history of the planet, all right? So some of this is on us too. Some of this is on like the people got to start taking this stuff seriously because politics is not just it's, oh that's what we yeah. talk about. No, that's your life. Yeah, and that and, and that's another another issue we face if we look back at civil rights and things like that that happened. We were a community. Yeah, like, facts. You know, we we were together. Like you, I guarantee. And if if this if Kamala Harris is running back then, you would not see the backlash that she's getting now because uh, we at, no. we and at some point this changed, but we looked and 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 saw like at it, we're in this together. Like we have to do what's best for us now, as well as what's best for the people that come after us. And, right. And I just I and I guess at some point that shift, like it was just a shift amongst the black community, and we're no longer together. And I think that. And and honestly, I honestly think she has a chance to win, but she will never get that opportunity if one people don't start listening to her, going and doing their own research. Right. Two, if we're still so divided and just anti, just anything, anything she does, you go on Twitter, backlash, backlash, like no, like she'll walk down the street and somebody will watch she, why she walking like that because she's not black, like you look like you know just. It's a world. It's definitely a whirlwind out there. It's a whirlwind. Once you caught up in it, once the internet formed an p- opinion about you, it's it's going to run its course. It's the same thing with with um um Alexandria Ocasio Cortez. Uh-huh. segment of the population that feels threatened by her, mm-hmm. and because they feel threatened by her, nothing she says. Like literally, I do video editing, right? <laughs> so if you when you when you're um, editing video. And you're looking to say to make a, uh, a thumbnail for your YouTube video. If you keep scrolling like incrementally, you'll find your face making some of the craziest looks ever. They will <laughs> go and find like, a screenshot of her looking crazy as hell, as if you can't do that with everybody, everybody. right? And they'll put that up. They go, oh, "She's insane!" It's like it's like y'all doing the most right now. <laughs> y'all doing the most. and and. Look, here's the thing. This is this is the internet culture we have right now. This is what it is right now. So, like, whatever um, ideas came out about her, true or true, false, or maybe wishy washy, um, whatever one takes hold, those people are going to ride with that. And unfortunately, the people that make the most memes, the the, the people that have the loudest, whatever, they're going to win the narrative online, and it it sucks. Because I think that's also a part of um, why our system can't, like, why the people have a hard time addressing the actual issues. Because we would prefer a lie if it's entertaining. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, that's true. 
It's kind of crazy, That's but true. I'm like you. I feel I felt like it was my responsibility to go and read the stuff because I, I, like I, I wasn't jacking at first because I got my own ingrained biases mm-hmm. and when, and the whole and it's not though that's the other thing my biases were well, I see a lot of bias in this way too her being a woman I've seen that exactly. you I've said it that. you said it and as I said that I mm-hmm. said listen not to cut you off but you got me hyped mm-hmm. I literally <laughs> I literally said that after she did her um her official campaign launch I said that I was like some of y'all need to admit the problem is not that she's none of her policies. It's not that she's black. It's the fact that she's a woman, uh-huh. and that's what the real and it, it is. And, I, and it's not even just men that have a problem with it. It's it's, 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 yeah. it's yeah. I've seen it. I know how you can tell through the criticism. Like yeah. the, like some of the things they say when they critique. It's like hold up, yo. What, what this part got to do with what you say? You have a problem with. That shit shouldn't even been mentioned, but you happen to mention it, and it's a, a, a narrative that speaks towards her gender, not her policy. Not, mm-hmm. and I, I've seen it, and like with me, that's not the case because I honestly feel like, just from my also again my personal experience, like with my mu- my music career did not take off until my wife mm-hmm. <laughs> put stuff in order. You know what I'm saying mm-hmm. so. I know too many badass women, you know what I'm saying? Exactly. With educational skills, with their levels of education. And let's not let's let's not act let's not act crazy and, and, and forget the fact that black women are like dunking. Exactly. We're in that department. Like yeah. we're dunking. Yeah. So it's like, don't get me wrong, I I've I've seen plenty of that. I think a lot of guys don't want to acknowledge it because they want to Everybody tries to have the um, the try to. It's called narrative positioning. They're trying to position the narrative where no, I'm being completely unbiased. No, nigga, I no, just you, heard. No, yeah. You say it's, something. Yeah. <laughs> like it's, no. It's, it's, it, 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 that's like I just when, when we first started talking, I said people are like, well, she's married to a white man. Uh, somebody literally said she went to Harvard, but married a white man. And someone commented back and was like, do y'all keep that same energy? When a black man goes to Howard and marries a white woman, let's not act like that don't happen. Let's <laughs> like, not, not act like that don't happen. I mean, Howard, so you're not telling me that that I don't like. Like, I think, like I said, people are trash. But yeah. to the day, though, um, that's why it's important for, um, I think, more uh, rational minds have to get louder and see. This is the this is the only thing about that, though. Sometimes you do have to fight fire with fire, but I don't know anybody that doesn't walk away from that smell like smoke. Mm-hmm. So, like, it's 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 difficult. It's really difficult. That's why that's why I think a lot of times with the system, a lot of people go into the system with intentional intentions on changing it, and it's and the system wind up changing them because it's a tsunami. Like th- there's these things that are, are put in place long before you were born long before your mom's was born, long before her mom's was born, certain things that, that was put in place and it becomes like a um, an axiom. This is, oh, this is what things have always been. Mm-hmm. So, you know, and it's really hard to fight that because uh, humans, for the most part, are traditionalists. Like, it, it doesn't, if this is something that has always been this way, it's kind of hard to get people to break free of that unless 
it's directly affecting them negatively. Mm-hmm. And I, other than that, nah, that's why it's so hard to get um, um, a lot of white folks to see, to understand even what privilege is. Mm-hmm. Because they keep trying to define it as something that other people aren't defining it as. Mm-hmm. They keep trying to define it as, oh, no, I, I had to work for this. It's not about whether or not you had to work for that. Mm-hmm. It's about assumptions people make about you that, that or about me that they don't make about you. You know what I'm saying? They they they, they don't see when I'm a, a 6'1", 240-pound black man walking down the street, there's a shit ton of assumptions that is made about me. Mm-hmm. And I good. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? As soon as I walk down the street, most of them aren't good. You don't have that same thing. It's like me as a man, if certain um, assumptions aren't made about me or certain judgments I don't get in the arena of sexuality, I don't get that, but a woman would. I, mm-hmm. I go if I go out there and mess with uh, Mary, C, Jill, all this, I'm a stud. A woman go do that, she's a hoe. There's there's stuff right. like that. Right. These same things affect the, the political arena, and that's why I think, like I guess I've seen criticisms of Kamala that have absolutely nothing to do with nothing her policy. Do. Exactly. What's that exactly. about? What's that about? Exactly. Exactly. I mean, I, I, I don't know what you want me to say back because I, I feel it. Like, um, <laughs> and so I'm a, and I said this already, but I'm, I'm going to say it again. I feel like she has a strong platform so far. And I feel like she has the opportunity to win, but I don't think she will. Like I said, A, because the black community is too divided on her and, and not giving her a chance. And B, America is not ready for not only a woman president, a female president, but a black female president. And also, I'll say this too. Like one of the things she did that concerned me. So when she did her first rollout, she was talking about Medicare for All. Now I got my opinions about the whole Medicare for All thing. I don't think Medicare for All goes far enough, but it's a start. It's, it's a start. start. Mm-hmm. So my issue was when she, she came out for it, and then the moment she got criticized for it, she backed off from it. She from backed it. off and went back to private. Yeah. yeah. Now, my issue with that is if, if that is going to make you back off, when you get, and if you manage to get in the position, the, oh, yep. it's going to go at your neck. Oh, yeah. Like, 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 I think if the one the reason I liked Bernie is because he didn't back off. Mm-hmm. No, nigga, first of all, I don't care what y'all say. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, I don't care what y'all say. That that to me is a, that's a concerning flag, mm-hmm. and, and like she's going to have to uh, uh, steal herself against some of this stuff. Like if this mm-hmm. is what you say you for, you can't then like fall back. Because here's the thing: it's like with any negotiation, you go into a negotiation asking for more than what you want. If you go in there only asking for what exactly you want, it's going to whittle down to not what you want. So mm-hmm. you go in for more, so you, you can ask get. Mm-hmm. That that's just a, that's not a good way to do that. But again, I only learned I learned that after actually studying her stuff. Mm-hmm. So again, they're not even doing themselves a favor. Right. And um, no, 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 nah. Right. Go and look. Right. Go and look. So if you decide after that. Cool, that's your business, but. You ain't did the work. You can't really expect me to respect your decision right. like that. Right. <laughs> right, exactly. Like I don't. If if you're not educated about whatever opinion you have, if if you don't want LGBT 
people to have rights. If you don't have a logical, and I don't mean it's against the Bible, if you don't have a logical reason why you don't support that, don't talk to me. If you don't have a logical reason for why you're racist, don't, don't, like, no. Just, but you, no. It's, it's no, it's no logical. It's, 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 exactly. So, so you, so you, you, you do. I was kid. I'm look, it's no logical reason out there. Come on, it's none. Yeah, none. Like you're, you're being willfully ignorant. Like, yeah. like if I want to wake up tomorrow and say I'm gonna marry a woman, what what does that have to do with you? If Not I, a like, what is, you know what I'm saying? So, so whatever. So, so back to the political realm. If you're not going to form your own opinions of what you support, what you don't support, what she's done, why you don't support what she has done, why you do support what she, like X, Y, Z, do not have a conversation with me because you're being willfully ignorant and you're, you're putting that ignorance out into the universe. And no, like, no. Um, but we're going to shift real quick and talk about Gucci and Prada. But before we do that, before, before we do that, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to just ask you a question. At mm-hmm. this moment, and you can right. say maybe that you don't have to be a yes or no. You can say a maybe. Okay. Is Kamala Harris for the people? For the people? Yeah, that's know. her platform. So is she is, is she sticking by her platform? I don't know. I'm gonna keep <laughs> I her stuff, but like I said, I'm taking with a grain of salt. I'm yeah. a jaded nine year old who has seen this shit too many times. I don't know, but I'm willing yeah. to give her a chance. Yeah, exactly. I'm, I got the same views. I, like, and I said this at the, I said this at the five minute mark. I'm gonna say it at the, at the hour mark. At the end of the day, a lot of her, uh, she support LGBT rights. I support that. She supports some. Hopefully, or at least she's claiming some sort of Medicare for all. And like you said, at the start, I support that. She's for women's rights. I support that. She's for education. So she's for, for legal marijuana. So she says. So. A lot of our views right now seems in line. Am I at this? What's today? February tenth. Um, <laughs> am I saying I'm going to vote for her in 2020? No, but I'm going to give her a chance to show me that our views are aligned and that she has in her my views and people who have the same views as me best interests at heart. And if I feel that way in 2020, that's what I'm rock with. But I'm not going to just ignore her and not give her that opportunity. So I will early in the game for that. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Wait. So in 2020, if she shows me that she's for the people and I would love to see her actually talk about some of this backlash, but uh-huh. she, she needs to show me she's for the people and, she, and I, and, you know, I, I'll support it. But um, real quick, obviously black culture issue. We have Gucci, um, T.I., um, Spike Lee, and interestingly enough, Soldier Boy are on this Gucci boycott for this sweater they made, and then Prada made something too. Um, uh, so, what's your views on or opinion on that? Okay, so here's the thing, right? So, it's a reason why they play with us. It's a reason why they constantly play with us. <laughs> they constantly play with us because they know that our outrage has a time limit on it. Yeah, uh-huh. <laughs> so we're going to be mad, but in the process of us being mad for that two weeks, they're going to get mad engagement. People are going to say, what, what's, what everybody's so pissed off about? Mm-hmm. They're going to go and look at it. 
which is what they want. They want all, all eyes on me. All eyes on this product right here. So they know that after that two-week, three-week period, other concerns are going to come up. Uh, Mango Mussolini going to say something crazy on Twitter. <laughs> uh, something going to happen, and, and black folks are going to run off to that and be mad about that, which might be rightfully they should be mad about. Right. And they're going to they go back to selling the same stuff. And oh, by the way, these people are going to still purchase that. Mm-hmm. And rappers are going to uh, give them free marketing by mentioning it in their bars. And it's, it's just one of them things where um, they play with us because they can. Because they can. And when I saw with, uh, especially Prada, when I saw, like, I don't know what else that could be other than, <laughs> you know what, like, Jesus, man, what else? What else is that? You know, right. I don't know what that is. The, the Gucci face mask thing, come on. Yeah. Like, there's no way that somebody designed that and then went all whatever chain they have to approve design, there's no way somebody <laughs> did not look at that and say, hmm, maybe this is racist. <laughs> <laughs> so, right. so, so the whole thing behind it is bad publicity is good publicity. We're going to do this, we're going to get this backlash, but we're going to apologize and we're going to bounce back. It's, it's a tactic. Yeah, it's, it's it's nothing but a tactic, and um, we have to. I don't know. We I think at some point we're gonna have to be a bit more uh, strategic about this, mm-hmm. a bit more tactical, and maybe have a bit more foresight because mm-hmm. they keep running the same playbook. Mm-hmm. They keep running. The same it's playbook. all H and M did it a few like it's all of them. They, sure did. they damn sure did. So I don't like. I said I, I just feel like I feel like. The reason they do it is because they know they can and they benefit from it in some way, shape, mm-hmm. or form. I think also we need to get out of the habit of expecting these companies to love us on any kind of intimate level. Mm-hmm. It's not about that. Me and my wife were talking about this earlier. It's not about getting these entities to all of a sudden agree with your platform. No, it's about making it so uncomfortable for them that if they do some mm-hmm. some food and they're going to be made to pay, and they know they're going to be made to pay, so it's not worth it. Make it instead profitable for them to do what we say you need to do, right? and that's how we should be rocking with that. We too are now on our feelings about a lot of this shit, and we got to start looking at it tactically, like, oh, mm-hmm. oh, oh, you on that? You on that time? We got you. We got you. And then right. make them pay. I right. think one and, and that's what we don't do. We don't, we don't stick together. We don't. <laughs> I think the other problem is too. We try to tackle too much at. If we really want to um solve this, we we got to start trying to tackle too much at once. Mm-hmm. Like we we can't even get over the NFL boycott. Like we, facts, facts, <laughs> facts. <laughs> what I saw on my timeline doing the, the the Super Bowl and the playoffs. A whole bunch of people that said they weren't watching no more. So again, and I, I'm not one of them. I, I, li- I did not watch the I did not watch football the entire season until the playoffs. And into the Super Bowl, so so I can't even be mad. And I, and I said this on my podcast. If you listen to my podcast last week, I said that's what I get for watching this. I said it. Um, <laughs> um, so so I, I, I own up to it. But right, they won't own up to it. See, you can't change until you own up to it. And a lot of us got more excuses than anything in the world. And I'm sitting there going, you know, we got a lot of nuance. I, I was I was tripping because you know, yeah, my wife runs a couple of black businesses, right? So. The it's funny how we can't get these boycotts together 
for all these companies to say fuck us. Mm-hmm. Or make that, our own. Or make our own. But generally, but as far as generation wise, the black boy, the black boycott against black businesses seems to hold strong. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh, we got all kinds of. Oh no, they, their service don't be. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> Every it seems to stick with us, but mm-hmm. it don't stick with these old companies. You know, I don't know. So no, I'm not rocking with. Um, but I never was rocking with Gucci and Prada anyway. It's not like, like I can't honestly say I'm boycotting them. I didn't fuck with them to begin with. Kind of, kind of silly for me to be yeah, running around talking. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But. <laughs> Nah, like they play with you, they play with you good, and they're gonna keep playing with you, yeah, because you, <laughs> yeah, no, and, and it was a comedian, black comedian. Um, I saw it on the shade room, I think. Um, which and I don't even support the shade room, but I get on every now and then, so again, I'm own up to that. <laughs> Funny, but, like... but he was, you know, they posted a video, and this guy was like, until we start making them pay us. For, for doing this stuff, they gonna keep like he was like, oh, you got that new Porsche? Yeah, so and so released a racist ad. They had to pay before, like, <laughs> like <laughs> that's what he said. But I mean, he has a point. Like, like you gotta hit them where it hurts. Money, money rules the world. So yeah, let's let's boycott the NFL for a year. Let's not watch Super Bowl. Cap will get a job back. Maybe we'll see some change. I mean, you know, let's let's do it. like you know, let's stick together and actually and actually do it. Let don't just say it. Like, let's actually do it. I'm sitting there saying we could do is be terrorists on this type of shit. For instance, we're not going to boycott a company simply because they did whatever. We're going to take a random company just to show y'all, just to show y'all how much mm-hmm. our dollar matters. We're going to take a random company. Mm-hmm. Nobody can go to this place. Then there's plenty of other stuff that you can go to, to replace that. But this one company right here, we don't mm-hmm. fuck with. Now I can see the people that do anything. Fuck see, y'all. But you see what happened we- when um, the the teenagers after that school shooting in Florida, they got all of these uh-huh. uh, companies that were selling guns, Walmart, Dick Sporting Goods, all of that yeah. to quit, you know, to stop it. So uh-huh. what's like that just show you how much they don't care. They don't. So, 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 like they you don't. Say, we gotta just like we gotta show them. Like you gotta. But how we do that, I have no idea. Keep it hundred. I don't know how we do that. I don't know how we get all the people together. I don't. Yeah. But anyway. <laughs> I just. So right. we're gonna <laughs> go ahead and just close this out. So thank you for coming on. Had a, we had a nice chat. So y'all make sure to check out Black Culture Geeks. They got some good topics on there. That R. Kelly special is, is popping. <laughs> um, we trash. <laughs> so trash. <laughs> so thank you again. Uh, shout out to everybody for checking in. Um, we'll see if Kamala Harris is for the people in 2020. But I, I'm going to close out and just say she deserves a chance to be heard. So, Word. appreciate you. Thanks for the love. And I, I'll let you next time. Later. Real quick, let me actually finish this off by adding our songs of the week and our shoes of the week. So, Tombstone, the dead man, his shoe of the week was Nike Boots. And his song of the week was Bill Weathers, 
lovely day. He said that was his song because he was at a birthday party with his uh, co-host of their Black uh, Black Culture Geeks podcast. Um, and it was a, at a party, at a photo shoot that they had to do. So that's what he's rocking with this week for the song. Uh, for me, I said this last week, uh, Ariana Grande, or Grande, sorry, um, dropped her album. And I really like Ghosting. I think that's my favorite song off of that album. So I'm going to rock with that for my song of the week, my shoe of the week. I did some LeBrons last week, and I'm going to do some LeBrons again this week. And my shoe of the week is going to be the LeBron 16 Low Safari. Um, I said it last week. I'm going to say it again. I'm just a really big fan of the LeBron 16. So that's what I'm rocking with. Thanks, y'all, for checking in. The Coffee with Chloe. Hope you're sipping some coffee or some tea and enjoying the podcast. Leave some comments. Let me know what you think. Peace.